Good afternoon, Rich Das, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, here for this week's Embedded Executive podcast. This week, my Embedded Executive is Robert Bielby. Robert is the Senior Director of Automotive System Architecture at Micron, and I think he's got a lot of other, other titles as well. Hello, Robert. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself, Richard? Uh, I don't like to go that far out there, but I'm doing just fine. Just <laughs> okay. fine. If I say fantastic, then I got to justify it. Why are you fantastic? So, but um, but all, all all is well here. So before I get started, what were those other titles that that you have? You um, many hats. I have the privilege of being able to affect product definition, and then uh, also some of the messaging that we. Uh, that we do at Micron as well around automotive. So um, product you planning- You say effect, then, I'm gonna assume it's positively effect. Oh, absolutely. No, it's um, they, you know, memory for automotive is, um, there's so much electronics and so much capability in the vehicle at this point that uh, memory is taking on a whole new role and really getting the close partnerships with the tier ones and OEMs is, really becoming apparent as far as what's required for success in this space, so. Okay, so I have two questions. And the first one, I swear I'm not being uh, insulting when I say this. No. But when I talk to the memory guys, it I, I always come back to, isn't memory memory? You know, there's automotive memory and there's IoT memory and there's, you know, other kinds of memory. Isn't it all just memory at the end of the day? Yeah, it is, it, it is memory, and I think what we're gonna, what you're gonna see is that um, memory and storage are gonna have very different um, trajectories that they're gonna go on. So, for example, with storage, we're gonna be talking about centralized storage with um, hardware-based virtualization, SRIOV, and such. And so, you'll have something that can say it's JETA compliant. But then when you start to drill into the next layers, you're going to find out that, well, there's a lot that happens when you start to talk about quality of service, hardware isolation, et cetera, et cetera. So um, there's going to be a lot more variability um, to memory, um, both from a storage standpoint as well as a, uh, as a DRAM standpoint. And in fact, one of the things that Micron has done is we've taken a very aggressive position with regards to safety. And the industry as a whole has kind of looked at memory and said, well, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult technology, but it's not that complicated. And they've classified it at a level that is inconsistent with the complexity of memory. And so we've made a lot of investments to we put a safety office in place. Um, we've built a safety office team. We ensure that all of our memories are designed to ISO 262 best in class ASIL-D. And then we had features that, um, you know, allow the user to detect the one in 100 year, 100,000 year case where, you know, the memory gives an errant message. Um, we've put features into, to detect all that. So it's, it's, the simplistic view is, yeah, memory is memory, but as you peel the onion back a layer, it's, there's so much more to it than that. Okay. All right. I, I'll, I can live with that one. So um, my other question, and the reason that I really, I really wanted to bring you out here in the first place, um, I saw somewhere that the amount of memory in the automobile is 
growing at um, a staggering pace. I, I get the obvious reasons why it's growing, but explain to me in the, in the not so obvious places why there's so much memory in, in the automobile. Yeah. Um, so um, what we're seeing happening is that uh, today what's really driving the business, so while the attention is all on you know, self-driving vehicle, Today, the biggest growth drivers are in the in-vehicle infotainment and vehicle experience, et cetera. And so you've got a lot of memory that's being used to, you know, generate these beautiful, you know, front seat, rear seat displays, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the next big growth driver is really in the ADAS space, autonomous driving, however you want to classify it. And in 10 years out or less, um, not even 10 years, six years out, we're going to see that the in-vehicle infotainment space, which is, you know, I don't know, 70%, I'm just pulling numbers, 60% of the revenue is going to be 50% of the revenue and ADAS and all this autonomous driving uh, stuff is, uh, is going to be driving a, a, a lot of memory growth. Is, is the right way to do this from the memory experts perspective to, to do centralized memory or to have distributed memory with, with, within the car? You know, it's each auto, auto, each auto manufacturer tier one OEM is kind of approaching it in a way that makes the most sense for them in terms of how fast they make the progression. Um, the argument for centralized uh, computing is lower level system costs, but it comes at the expense of with all that computing in a centralized location, how can you get heat taken out of the system? Uh, when you look at hybrid models, um, it's easier to get the heat out because you've got computing distributed around the vehicle. But at, at some point, what's, what seems to be happening is the industry is moving from just what I call a Winchester mystery house, just ECUs everywhere to a more structured approach where we're looking at domain-based architectures and then moving to zonal-based architectures and more of a centralized compute. And everybody's got their own timeline as to when they're going to get there. But that's kind of the trajectory that the industry seems to be headed on. Okay. Um, is, is there more of a technical reason to do one or the other? I mean, I, I get you want to save money and everybody's interested in that. Um, but is, is there a good reason to have one over the other? From, from um, I think, I, yeah, I think, I think ultimately there's going to be just an evolutionary process to get from point A to point B. So at some point it's how much of a leap are you willing to make? So we're partnering with companies like um, AutoTox, we're, company, we're partnering with companies like Seeing Machines and Under, and these companies have got Seeing Machines as the leader in driver monitoring system. And so Today, that's a discrete solution. At some point, you'll even find that Seeing Machines has partnered with Qualcomm to bring their software stack to the Qualcomm uh, Autopilot SOC platform. So, you know, at some point, it's all about how do I get into the market with the right generation of product? And then maybe over time, it becomes a part of a broader solution or not. And this is true for driver monitoring. Um, again, we're working closely with seeing machines on this. 
company called Unger, which is very exciting technology. They're developing uh, radar that's being designed in the digital domain versus the analog domain. So objects of you can determine down to, you know, this is a penny worth of resolution, if you will. And mm. you can drive at 60 miles an hour, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then um, similarly, CV to X technologies as well. Um, and again, all this stuff at some point can find itself into more the system level ASICs, but at, at a minimum one, two, three, four cranks of the, uh, uh, of the design cycle will rely on these things. Okay. So with all that said, and you, you throw out some interesting and progressive technologies, is the memory the, the leading technology or the following technology? So it depends upon the uh, platform that um, you're looking at. But I mean, in general, the, the bigger trend is absolutely to embrace leading edge memory technologies. So, um, you know, what we're seeing, and this is, you know, the, the industry is you know, we ourselves are as well claiming that this is basically a data center on wheels, but you're looking at platforms that have got, you know, hundreds and hundreds of teraops per second worth of compute performance. And where historically the industry has relied on latent nodes or mature nodes for memory, that is now really starting to change. And so if you're looking at the leaders that are delivering L2 plus, L3, two and a half plus L3, um, you can't get there without really looking at leading edge memory technologies, which is a big shift for the automotive industry, which used to just rely on trailing edge technologies, et cetera. You said something very interesting that I hadn't really thought about before that the automobile with 5G is an IoT device that happens to have a motor in it. And it's changing. So what I like to tell, uh, you know, people is that um, the innovations that are happening in the vehicle um, are more profound than the actual introduction of the vehicle 130 years ago. So there is so much more that is going to happen. I mean, the vehicle is going to be a platform where purchasing decisions are going to be made. People are going to be, I'm going to be sitting in a car getting from point A to point B. I'm not going to be driving what am I going to do with my time? And there's a battle going on right now as to who owns that data, who owns my behavior data. And, uh, you know, if you look at Google, Google will charge you nothing for the Android platform, automotive Android platform, if you surrender all the data to them. If you don't, then they're going to charge you a monthly fee for the Android platform. So everybody's looking at the, you know, and, and you're seeing this happening in um, even with autonomous driving where Tesla announced that they've got a subscription-based service for self-driving vehicles. So every month you pay whatever it is, $1,500. I mean, this recurring fee is something that everybody's looking at going, how do I, how do I jump on that, right? Very cool. I'm afraid we're out of time, Robert, but this is yeah, uh, sorry. very yeah. enlightening. Uh, we could certainly talk about this for a long time, and I'd love to have you come back, and we can head down some of these paths. Yeah, you know where to find me, Rich. <laughs> very good. That was Robert Bielby, the Senior Director of Automotive System Architecture at Micron, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media.